Welcome, everybody, to the Brownstoner Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Schneps, publisher of Brownstoner. My guest today is Jeff Schneider, president of Gotham Brokerage, which is a family-run insurance brokerage that specializes in homes in the New York City area. You can find out all about them at GothamBrokerage.com. But we have Jeff here, the owner, to tell us all about the company. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Great to have you. So you've been in the insurance business a long time, almost 40 years. If you don't mind, tell us a little bit about how you got into the business and and where you are today. Uh, I'm a a native New Yorker. Uh, I was actually headed towards law when my father and his uh, partner and co-owner and my current partner and co-owner told me that they needed some help in the office. Uh, And uh, I started working there on what I thought was might be a short-term basis. Um, but I, I like the industry. I liked learning to run a small business. Uh, and here I am uh, all these years later, and I've uh, been very pleased to, uh, to work there. Well, small business is the lifeblood of New York City, for sure. Um, and I, I, we spoke earlier. I talked to you about how I learned about how important insurance was with having a fire in the first apartment I ever rented and realizing afterwards I should have had insurance. Uh, but can you share with us what's the most important thing for people to know about apartment insurance? Well, your situation is actually how a lot of people find out about it. Uh, either they've experienced a fire or, uh, or one of their friends has had a major water damage loss. Uh, and then they make their first inquiry, uh, something that they probably should have done sooner. Uh, because what, what you really need to know about apartment insurance, especially for renters, is that it's very inexpensive. Uh, and you're not covered under your landlord's policy. A lot of people make the assumption that you are. Uh, so you can get insurance on your apartment for well under $200 a year. Uh, wow. we, we, we sell it. We're happy to sell it, but you can get it from all sorts of places, and it's really something you should have to protect yourself, not necessarily a, against the smaller losses, but against something major happening, a, a fire, a water damage claim, which wrecks your wardrobe, or which uh, you, a water damage uh, situation which you're responsible for, which wrecks the apartment below, and you're sued. That can be something that, that can be a major financial setback. I can tell you that my uh, laundry bills were more than the <laughs> annual cost of the renter's insurance if I had known. Uh, what, what else should renters know? Uh, you know, renters should, uh, they should have documentation for their property. Uh, uh, they should have digital photographs. Uh, even if you don't have insurance, uh, you need some sort of proof if you're going to claim a tax loss if, there's a, uh, if something happens to you. Um, but uh, once again, I'd go, I'd go back to, to the assumption a lot of people make that either nothing's going to happen uh, or that somebody else covers it, or, and that's not the case. If your upstairs neighbor uh, lets their toilet or sink overflow, you may be able to recover against them if they have insurance, but if they don't, you might be out of luck, and you have to prove negligence in any event. Uh, so it's always good to take steps to protect yourself um, by buying your own insurance policy. It's like planning for things you can't think of. Correct. You're, you're essentially trading off a small loss right up front, which is the, the amount you pay the insurance company, for protection against something that could really uh, you know, throw your life out of financial balance. How has insurance changed over time? And what's important to know about insurance in New York City as of today? When I started out, uh, you actually had difficulty getting insurance for New York apartments. A lot of insurers did not want to insure the New York area, outside of the sort of core of Manhattan. Uh, When they heard the words New York City, they thought of arson, they thought of burglaries, and they were both pretty pretty prevalent. Uh, At this point, uh, the city is a very different place. 
uh, and most claims involve water damage. Uh, and that's what we see on a regular basis. Uh, there are overflows of toilets and sinks and washers. There are broken pipes in older buildings. We just went through a cold snap. Uh, if a pipe wasn't insulated, uh, we could see a broken pipe, and it can do a tremendous amount of damage. Those are the claims that we see, and that's really what people uh, should be aware of now. You know, one of the things that uh, I'm curious about is, because I live on the waterfront, is whether or not people can reach out to you prior to renting to find out, I guess, the risk related to the area. We can give them some assessment of, of that. Uh, we, we do look at distance to the waterfront, and it can affect the pricing and availability uh, of coverage. I should point out that flooding from rising waters is generally not covered. Uh, so if the Hudson River or the East River uh, you know, rises uh, you know, five or 10 feet, that's probably not going to be covered under your policy. Um, but uh, distance to the water uh, also comes into, uh, comes into play when the companies evaluate your vulnerability to windstorm. Uh, so there are areas, especially if you're in Brooklyn, on the outside of the BQE, uh, where you might have some issues getting coverage. Uh, there'll be a company somewhere that will ride it, but it might, might cost a bit more than you'd expect. Very interesting. Um, in, in Brownstone's home buying seminars, the panelists often distinguish between the pro and cons of condos versus co-ops. From an insurance standpoint, what should home buyers know about the difference between those two? The form, there are specific forms for co-ops and condos, although the policies themselves are pretty similar. Uh, the, uh, with the co-op, you have a proprietary lease, and with the condo, you own the apartment, of course. Uh, but you're, in both cases, you're in a situation where you make a monthly payment to your building's master policy. Uh, if the building suffers major structural damage, uh, it's that master policy that puts up the common areas of the uh, building, the exterior of the building, uh, and essentially gives you a concrete box. Uh, and uh, it, whether it's a co-op or condo, then you have to turn to your own insurance to redo the interior surfaces of your own apartment. So that's redoing the wooden floors, the last layer of plaster, uh, kitchens and bathrooms. That's going to be your responsibility either way. Also, you're responsible for your own personal liability in either apartment. So the answer is the forms are different, uh, but the, the responsibility as far as insurance goes is pretty much the same. And if something happens, it always adds up quickly. <laughs> uh, very quickly. How about brownstones and other townhouses in Brooklyn? Any special considerations there from an insurance viewpoint? And how does having renters in the building change things? When you buy a brownstone or a townhouse uh, in this area, especially in Brooklyn, you're typically buying a place that was built over 100 years ago. Uh, it has old pipes, and uh, that can always be a concern, something after you want to make sure the place is in good shape. Um, but the major factor, the major focus should be on, on the rebuilding cost. On an older house that has, uh, that has uh, hardwood floors, that has molding, that has carved plaster, that has lathe, uh, that has these you know, amazing oak staircases. If you want those features to be rebuilt, uh, if the place has uh, major structural damage, then you have to be prepared to insure for high limits. Uh, rebuilding costs uh, to those standards are very high. It can be six, $700 a square foot. On the other hand, if you are happy to have it rebuilt as a more contemporary residence uh, with plasterboard instead of plaster, for example, uh, then you can insure for half those numbers. Uh, there are companies that specialize in rebuilding a brownstone or a townhouse to its current uh, uh, state, and there are those that, uh, that will give you a, a, simpler, a simpler structure back. 
Uh, it's a question of what you want and how much you want to spend on insurance. As far as a tenant goes, if you have a, a, an apartment that's rented out uh, in your townhouse or brownstone, you want your tenant to have his or her own insurance. Uh, you want them to know that you're not covering their contents. They need to cover their own contents. You also want them to have liability coverage. So if they damage uh, the building by letting their bathtub or sink overflow, uh, that you have a place where you can recover instead of going to your own, your own policy. So many of our readers, obviously, owners of townhouses, are interested in buying townhouses, and that's a complicated decision. So are these things that you and your team walk through with people? Yes. We, when, when someone calls up, we'll give them the, the alternatives. Uh, we'll present uh, the differences in coverage, the differences in pricing, uh, and then you have to make, uh, you have to make a decision. Uh, and uh, we'll guide you through that. Uh, if, you're close, if you're close to the coast, uh, that can also impact the coverage. Uh, and uh, we'll look at the availability and cost of flood insurance. If you have a sump pump in your basement, for example, uh, and we can give you some idea of, of what you're in store for. So I'm sure you see a lot of things in your line of business, but what's the most surprising thing that you've ever seen? I, I, I guess the, <laughs> the, the, the biggest surprise I've seen in the business has been the emergence of weather uh, as a factor in insurance, uh, in insurance rating and availability. Uh, when I started, uh, there was some awareness that, there, that Brooklyn and Long Island and, and parts of Queens had a vulnerability to hurricanes. Uh, but really, nobody gave it much thought, uh, and that's changed dramatically. Uh, we've seen uh, erratic weather. Uh, we've seen strong storms. Uh, and the insurance companies are, are, uh, have really been proponents of addressing uh, climate change. They're not always incredibly progressive, but they have been on, on, on this point. Uh, and we are moving into a world where they are asking their insureds to bear part of the cost of, uh, of these storms by, by raising premiums, by raising deductibles, uh, by taking steps to elevate uh, boiler and HVAC equipment in their basements, um, and you know, to address the, the structure of the house, to make sure your roof is tight, to make sure your insulation's in good shape. That's actually been the, the, the biggest change I've seen and something I, I hadn't been anticipating. Well, I think we're well aware of it in certain parts of Brooklyn where we've seen that over the years. Well, this is terrific to have you here. I really appreciate you for your time and for your knowledge and sharing it with our readers and letting people know how important insurance is and it's not something to be underestimated. And I would implore everyone to please go to GothamBrokerage.com to continue to learn more about insurance and everything Jeff spoke to uh, today. And you're listening to Brownstoner Podcast. And please do visit us at brownstoner.com. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Thank you.